how distinctly I remember. It was in the bleak December. In the gym was Champ Brock Lesnar doing push-ups on the floor. With bulging arms and straightened spines, he called aloud, 299. <laughs> and with gleaming, sweating shine, he got a workout for his core. An eight-pack there forevermore. <laughs> In the room there sat a bench press, stank of sweat and muscle excess. Such sets and reps of weight and wonder no man has dared to lift before. <laughs> Brock guzzled down a protein shake when to himself the champ did state, I need to order more of these. I need more gains. Forevermore. <laughs> Wiping sweat from buzz-cut hair, he rested there on folding chair. He glanced upon a punching bag as his muscle groups grew sore. When suddenly he heard a rapping. As if an opponent tapping or their left arm badly snapping, coming from the gym's front door. <laughs> who could disturb my daily lift? Asked the champ who rising swift did cross the gym to find the answer he implored. <laughs> With glove clad hand, he grabbed the handle but snapped it off like bulky vandal <laughs> and let it clatter, clatter on the floor. <laughs> Brock Lesnar muttered something crass and all at once he punched the glass seeking he this midnight knocker through the hole he poured darkness there and nothing more deep into that darkness peering long he stood there wondering fearing doubting dreaming dreams no mortal man had ever dared to dream before for a moment he felt weak then recalled, he broke the streak. He stepped outside to explore. <laughs> it was the wind and nothing more. Walking back, he popped his pecs, setting sights on Debo Flex when he heard the soft refrain of knocking on the door. I could have swore I heard a rapping. Someone faintly, softly rapping. He threw a barbell through the floor. That's it, the heavyweight champ cried. You disturbed my lift, for that you'll die. Show yourself or I'll step out. He counted down from four. A writhing, flying black sight, he saw the concrete walls echoed with a caw as 200 <laughs> adult ravens in the room did soar. Oh Finally, a worthy foe, called writer Edgar Allan Poe. <laughs> I've come here with my raven army to execute a war. Oh, come on! Do you accept my violent offer, said the sickly ashen author? <laughs> yes, said the champ. I accept it, Lesnar Moore. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. I worked on that for two hours. We're, we're done. We're done. That is the last episode. This has we are been done. the Brocknagon. Thank you for tuning in. Oh boy. <laughs> oh dude. Are you kidding me? That's amazing. That was awesome, dude. 
I'm not kidding. I had a moment. I, I had to change libraries. I couldn't show my face in the other one. I couldn't show my face in the other one, just in case someone knew the other cold opens I've been writing. So I went to this one, and it had this grandfather clock, and it started bonging and donging while I was in there. It was awesome. It was awesome. I kept waiting for a raven to land. You know what the best thing about Edgar Allan Poe is? What's that? That he existed so you could turn that poem <laughs> into something about Brock. Yeah, his was just a first draft. I feel like yeah. he really completed the work there, Sean. In a lot of ways, yeah, I kind of feel like this loop has been closed. You know, like now his yeah. ghost can rest peacefully. <laughs> oh, baby, welcome back to the Brocktagon. It's yes. great to have you back here with us. I'm Sean. That's Cam. That's Aaron. Boys, hey, how are we feeling? That might be the best episode intro ever, Sean. That's incredible. Thank you very uh, much. Yeah, that was so good. That was a labor of love. That was a labor <laughs> of love. I, I finished that and I kind of got up and I started walking out of the library and I was like two hours of my life gone. And I started thinking about everything else I haven't achieved. So I, I felt kind of weird about it. Like if this didn't <laughs> land, I, I was going to have some questions. But uh, we're good. We're good. Uh, we never say this, but be sure to follow us on social media at The Broctagon on Twitter and Instagram. We've got polls, uh, some great edits of The Champ. Uh, and as always, be sure to tag Brock Lesnar in all of your social media activity, not even related to the show, uh, vacation pictures, family announcements, <laughs> food pics, whatever, tag Brock. I tag him in all my B-reels every week. No, that's mm. good. <laughs> I'm sure he's active on B-reel. So, so, so uh, what's our listener question, John? Oh, this is great. This is, shout out to all the educators. Dear Brocktagon guys, I am a ninth grade English teacher and a lot of my students like your show. That sounds like our audience. They have been trying to get me to listen. I admit I was skeptical because I did not know who Brock Lesnar is, but I listened to the Sherlock Holmes episode and liked it a lot. Right now, we are reading Edgar Allan Poe, and a lot of them complained it was boring. So I made a deal with them. If everyone in the class got at least a B-, minus, there are 30 of them, I would personally write into the show. They did it! So here's the question. Congratulations, hey, congratulations. class. That's hey. awesome, guys. Uh, so here's the question. Brock Lesnar fights 200 ravens. He is in a small house with three windows and a door. All of them are open and cannot be closed. He has a folding chair as a weapon. How many times out of 10 does Brock kill all the ravens to win? Sincerely, Mrs. A in Tulsa. Uh, P.S. My students will get one point on the test for every reference to the original poem you make in the intro. So, How, did, did, you, did you do a count? How are we doing? Um, at least one. <laughs> yeah. Like if you count think, the entire intro. Uh, yeah, I, I think probably those kids do not have to take the exam. <laughs> Maybe the class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are good. All right, 200 Ravens against Brock. Is this the first time we've had something to fight him that can fly? I feel like everything else has been uh, yeah. groundbound. Yeah. We, we, we kind of briefly talked about a dragon before, but like, like for the official question, no, this is, this is the first time something can fly. Can, can, I, can I throw in a caveat? Please. Kid, I want Edgar there too. He was mentioned in the poem as being there. I want it to be two hundred <laughs> Ravens plus Edgar Allan Poe. Yeah, I, I know that, nothing I of the fine. man, but I just I, I feel like more than the Raven should be in the playing field. No, I, I agree for Zest. He doesn't have a weapon. He can't control him. He's just there also yeah. to help fight Brock Lesnar. So yep. I think Brock kills him immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was there. Yeah, I, he might I become think, a weapon. I think the Ravens probably take him out. Honestly. They have no loyalty to him. <laughs> they started tagging him. <laughs> They're just mad about like intellectual property laws. 
Oh, yeah. oh, what? Oh. what a, you used our likeness without our consent. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> what if? What if they take out Edgar Allan Poe and then like two hundred ravens are just like controlling his body to fight Brock, <laughs> <laughs> like some sick marionette? <laughs> just prop him up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the combined knowledge of 200 ravens could make for a really good fighter. We don't know. Ravens are very smart. <laughs> it's just a, like you open the book and it's just the word cough 4,000 times and ripped pages and bird crap everywhere. This is genius. Brock opens the door with like he, he hears the wind and he gets scared and he opens the door. And it's just like Joe Flacco and Lamar Jackson just like ready to go at him. <laughs> I, I think 200 Baltimore Ravens, he's in trouble. Yeah, I mean, uh, he yes. gets by Justin Tucker, but yeah, I want you to tell Lamar that's a lot of speed. By the way, I think it is so cool that I mean, am I mistaken? Are the Baltimore Ravens not based off of Poe? Oh, is that true? The, no, I'm they almost totally are. That's the connection. They totally are. Like just the fact that everybody else was like, "We will be the Chargers. We'll be the Bears," and apparently these, I mean, just scholars yeah. in Baltimore wanted to do the yeah. American literature <laughs> thing. Or the San Jose Ubermenches. <laughs> the San Francisco dead salesman. We give up. We're not this, smart this people. This just not working. That nope. was just not good. <clears throat> I have a question. What What is the makeup of these ravens? Like, are they big ravens? Are they? We'll, we'll say. What is he going up against? In exactly? the spirit of the question, they're average-sized ravens. So I'm okay. going to Google average-sized ravens. Uh, a mature common raven ranges between... 21 and 26 centimeters long. All right, so that's that's more than two feet. Oh, excuse so me, inches, inches, inches. Okay. We'll say we'll say it's it's two feet long, with a wingspan of 45 to 51 inches. That's a four foot wingspan. Wow, that's pretty big. Recorded weights yeah. range from one and a half to four pounds. So for the sake of argument, let's say all these things are three pounds and two feet and have a four foot wingspan. In the hmm. uh, in the Simpsons. Uh, the Raven from their Halloween episode. Homer was in like this, like kind of like big study. So can I imagine him in that kind of room, like a like a kind of open aired room? Yes. Or is it like just like a small kind of living room? Honestly, I I pictured it as a small living room. All right, let's do the study thing. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a big study. There's a roaring fireplace. Brock Lesnar has <laughs> oh. been disturbed from his work. Actually, no, that probably helps. That helps, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, that definitely yeah. helps. Starts throwing them in one by one. <laughs> this is tough. I don't know. I don't know how to weigh in. I think this. They're of all huge. our questions. This might be among the most divisive of our viewers or our listeners, rather. I can picture a lot of people driving to work and immediately thinking, "Oh yeah, I got my number," and then being Two. shocked yeah. when someone has a different number. You know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! He has a folding chair. Uh, his outfit wasn't <sighs> specified, so we'll just say he has. You know what? Because we're talking about two hundred ravens, can we give him a shirt? We'll give him UFC trunks. And a T-shirt that says "I Heart Literature" on it. Do you think he could take the shirt and like, if he took the... it, he already has a, a folding chair. <laughs> this could do well, some no, damage. He just like takes the Ravens' bodies and like shoves them in the shirt. And uh, that's what I was thinking. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Just whipping it around in the air. If he spares them, he could just have a shirt full of Ravens and fly, just like Mary Poppins' <laughs> magic kite. Yeah, <laughs> just fly around. Can you imagine like? The Banks kids, instead of getting Mary Poppins, they get Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Mary Brockins comes to town. <laughs> no children, your father and I will be very busy. Oh, oh, oh here he comes now. 
pulls a 20-foot Jimmy John sub out of a bag. (laughs) (laughs) Just a spoonful of sugar. And destroy all the work that you've done. (laughs) Sculpt your body. Get back on the treadmill. Squats, Michael, let's go. Lesnar Poppins, why are those men on the roof? It's because they're hiding from me, Michael. Get back to your squats. Bert the Cockney chimney sweep. He's not really Cockney. He just like got punched by Brock one time. And, like, <laughs> that's how he talks now. Everyone in the UK got punched by Brock. All right, let's. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, is it number time? Yeah, I, we just got to get to the numbers. We'll see where this goes. Yeah. Ravens have claws. They have beaks. They're not natural predators, but there are 200 of them, and they're bigger than you think they are. They have a high ceiling, but they're still enclosed. Are they agitated? This is like a horror story, yeah. Okay. I, they're, not like, they're not like super intelligent ravens, though. Like They don't know to claw out his eyes. Like They're just acting like a bunch of angry ravens would act if they all directed their anger at one person. Uh, okay. Well. Oh, man. I don't feel confident, but I'm going for it. Brock wins... 10 out of 10 times. <laughs> what? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. What? 10 yeah. out of 10? That's 10 out of 10. Stupid. I don't, I don't know. Against 200 ravens? They're big birds, but they're also not really predators. I don't think they have it in them to kill. Uh, I don't think Ed Allan Poe is a problem. <laughs> he has a folding chair. He, he could just swat in a giant swath and kill 10, 20s at a time. I, uh, 10 out of 10. This, this is Brock's fight. These are animals with four-foot-long wingspans. He is not killing ten of them with one swoop of a chair. Three yeah, or no. four, whatever. All right, great. Now you have 197 left. Yes. Wow. At, what, nah. six, 66 swipes and it's over. <laughs> He's he just standing there we, counting them off one we by did the one. Math. <laughs> 53, 54. I think they would just look at him and decide not to come in. And Edgar Allan Poe would just be standing at the door, you know. Just getting the life beat out of him by Brock Lesnar, <laughs> betrayed by the Ravens. What if the Ravens and Brock just like teamed up on beating up Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> you know, you know, after this fight, the police would come by and be like, hey, have you seen Edgar Allan Poe? And he'd be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And he would just hear like thump, 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 thump. Telltale Brock. There's just Edgar Allan Poe's heart and 200 ravens buried beneath this floorboard. <laughs> he just like in the cask of Amontillado and like walls them off in a basement. <laughs> you just walk down to the wine cellar and there's like faint cawing sounds. That's one of the creepiest stories I've ever read ever. Yeah, and everyone had to read that in English class. What is going on? Uh, you know what? Can I, can I interject a sidebar, please? I don't sure, think yeah. I read one happy piece of literature ever <laughs> at any point from the eighth grade on. Like, in my school system, I don't know where how it is with you guys, it was like, boom, you're not reading anything <laughs> happy until you do it on your own time. It was Poe and Cormac McCarthy through high school, and then I somehow managed to not read Catcher in the Rye until I got out and said, all right, I should probably read this book. And that totally sucked and was sad and about nothing. <laughs> there was like not one... Ha- we read this short story. Who's that dude that writes... He, he writes weird stuff about space. I'm gonna... Oh, Ray Bradbury. There you go, Ray oh. Bradbury. This dude wrote All Summer in a Day, and it's about humanity, like, starts life on another planet, and for whatever reason, the planet they're on, the sun only comes out, like, one time every seven years, and it's about this little kid that was really excited to see the sun, and everyone was mean to him and stuffed him in a closet, so when the sun came out, he didn't see it, 
And that's oh. the story. That's it. What? And that was the end of third period. And then we had lunch. Like, <laughs> what? what are we doing here? I swear to you, I did not read one happy thing. <laughs> Can I just say, like, we need to have, like, a side channel or something where Sean just gives his literary reviews and critiques. <laughs> I'm serious. It comes from the heart. <laughs> the book to God. The book to God's pretty good. That's just a library. All right, Cameron, yeah. you coward. What's your number? <laughs> oh, I am no coward, sir. I have been waiting to voice my opinion. Oh, so you feel strongly about this? Yeah, uh, yes, I do. I feel very strongly. Feeling another ten. Seven out of ten. <laughs> uh, seven. Okay, seven yes. for Brock. Hey, something that might change my answer is apparently Edgar Allan Poe went to West Point. He was in the army. Oh, I did not know that. Oh, you know frick. what? I, let's. Have we dismissed Edgar Allan Poe too quickly? I gotta look up some Poe stats. Poe stats. That seems like a big deal. Oh, it says he was expelled from the army for being sad. <laughs> it says he was expelled from the army for killing too many birds. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Edgar Allan Poe WrestleMania record. Oh, it doesn't look good for him. So you're telling me he's undefeated? Yo, <laughs> here's the thing, though. When was he in? Like, what? 1826. 18- <laughs> Yo, okay. 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 Yeah, that's 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 a great point. Like the military they had, they had a training. Whole training class called throwing rocks. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Chapter two: Not getting hit by other people's rocks. <laughs> Edgar no. Allan Poe and Two Hundred Ravens was the first Air Force. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm think... sticking with ten out of ten. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going down based on the army experience. No, yeah, no it sounds no. like West Point's not doing any favors. Yeah, I still. I feel happy with my. With my answer. Sean, what you got? Uh, so I just, I've just been searching for answers. I found out Edgar Allan Poe was only 5'8". So that plus uh, pre-Civil War West Point, I'm not super worried about Edgar Allan Poe. But you have to keep in mind, there are 200 of these birds. They have claws. They're angry. They're attacking all at once in an enclosed space, which I think helps them tremendously. Bearing that in mind, Brock takes us 10 times out of 10. There it is! It's a bunch of stupid birds. There this is, is a world heavyweight champion with a folding <laughs> chair. Brock is not worried about it. He's not worried about Edgar Allan Poe. You could have Brock kill Edgar Allan Poe at any time. They're like, he could keep him at bay, kill all 200 birds, make Edgar Allan Poe watch, and then beat him to death <laughs> with the birds. Yo, like, put wh- them in a sack and just start wailing on him. Yeah, Brock 10 times out of 10. Yo, I, he could use Edgar Allan Poe as a weapon. <laughs> I didn't think about that. He could just, like... Like, pick him up by his ankles and just, like, swing him around. Pick him up by that stupid <laughs> he, mustache. He could use him He could use him to, like, block the chimney. <laughs> he just, like, <laughs> stuffs him up there. <laughs> you know what? I'll say 10 out of 10. No! <laughs> yeah, I changed my vote. 10 out of 10. Yeah. This is unbelievable. He, is stuffs, the, he stuffs the chimney with Poe. This is the first 30 out of 30. It, this is what it took? 200 so. Ravens and Edgar Allan Poe. I think so. I guess I need to know more about Edgar Allan Poe. I need to read more. Brock Lesnar versus, I don't know, Dante? Lesnar's Inferno. He would wipe the floor with that place. Hell? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was one of the cool books that we read in high school. You should have gone to my high school, Sean. Yes, apparently so. There's there's a whole level of hell where it's it's two factions of people who are placed there for hoarding and wasting, and that they they 
they're pushing a boulder towards each other saying, why do you hoard? And the other side says, why do you waste? Brock would just be plopped out there and just go like, it's all mine. <laughs> just <laughs> mow over all of them. There's at the bottom of hell, Dante placed like the three worst people. And I can't remember who it was. It was like uh, Judas, Cain, and someone else. I can't remember who. I would think it would be like one of his like, just like someone he hated, like <laughs> Judas, Judas Kane. Kane and my buddy Jerry, <laughs> and my my kid next door neighbor Sergio. Sergio always playing the electric guitar in his garage too loud. I'm trying to study. Study it's for whips. <laughs> On his loot, <laughs> methinks verily. And my high school nemesis, Richard, for saying Dante is a weird name. <laughs> Dante is actually a pretty cool name. There was a, like, halfway through hell, there was, like, the, the ferryman, you know what I mean? Like, the guy that takes you oh. over the river Styx. Takes you over the river Styx? Yeah, yeah, the river Styx is just, like, instead of water, it's just, like, a bunch of, like, souls who are like, oh, get me out of here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, the ferryman would oh. be like, hey, you, you really don't want to get in that. And Brock's just like wading through the water, like pushing <laughs> through. <laughs> just on his own. Just doing a lapse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar, come with me and I shall take you. Oh, stop. No, oh, you're, you're peeing in the river sticks. Stop peeing in the river sticks. He, uh, they're crossing the river sticks and uh, one of the souls is like, please. Don't let him get in here. <laughs> They're just going across and all the souls are like, whoa, it's not so bad in here. It's, we could be doing a lot worse. It's actually kind of pleasant. <laughs> There's jets along the walls. <laughs> That's another episode of the Broctagon. As always, if you have a question, hit us up in the DMs. But be sure to join us for next week. We've got a great guest, professional bass fisherman Edwin Evers. Coming on the Broctagon, he's here promoting his new book. No, really, it counts as a sport. It actually, hey, wait, where are you going? <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs>